a little, a little Bob Dylan to start this episode. <laughs> uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, this is my favorite franchise. <laughs> I love space. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Dustin, I, I, I have an, an alternate explanation for why I've broken into the bourbon. Okay. Oh, crazy. Oh. Parallel, parallel uh, whiskeys. Parallel whiskeys. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's my a, new <laughs> album. Parallel whiskeys. <laughs> 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 All right, I've I've um I've got two reasons to celebrate tonight. So one of them we talked about in the Weird Al episode. The other one is much much more relevant to tonight's film. Mm-hmm. Bob Chapek is gone. Bob Chapek is gone. <laughs> yes. Uh, so as uh, someone who's not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company in any way, I feel at liberty to express my full opinions about what has happened recently in the news. Um, Go for it. Which was that uh, I got what I wanted, and so did millions of other people. Uh, You know, the Disney uh, board basically fired Bob Chapek, um, like, on a Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Like, he found out, like, an hour before they, like, put it on the internet or something. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, the long and short of it seems like they had a bad quarter, and I guess they were looking for a reason to get rid of him. They had just extended his contract like in June. They're like, yeah, take do three more years. Yeah. And then after like, you know, a bad third quarter, they're like, get out. Psych. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> and they, you know, they gave him the boot and he's probably got some healthy, you know, severance and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, and th- so they've now brought Bob Iker back in, which just makes me happy and makes lots of people happy. And he's back in for two years to essentially write the ship, find a successor, and then himself get out. Um, anyway, so I, that 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 makes me happy. Like I, I've done nothing but complain since about yeah. the company. The company's kind of going a, a weird direction, anyways. You yeah. know, but yeah. that really started when that really kind of kicked into high gear when JPEG came on board and the company. Like film wise, they're making questionable choices. Yeah. But I also know, I, I feel like I know Bob Iger's philosophy pretty well. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's at least not him Yeah, to an extent. But Bob Chapek is notoriously cheap and profit for, yeah. focused. And, yeah. and as we mentioned in the Weird Al episode, the whole Scarlett Johansson thing that happened, like yeah. he totally screwed that up. Yeah. And that would never sure. have happened with Bob Iger because he had sure. a relationship with these people and respected them. And yeah. Bob, Bob Chapek just saw someone who was suing the company and he, his, his eyes just went totally black like a shark. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah, man, he kind of looks like a shark too. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. No, uh, for me, the only two things I care about are, uh, quality, quality films and television mm-hmm. as well as, um, uh, good park experience that th- those are the two things that I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Bob Iger's returning has resulted in a lot of people who work at the parks mm-hmm. rejoicing for Very his return. Yep. Um, that makes me happy that they're happy. And if it results in a better park and a better wor- work culture, mm-hmm. then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not convinced that Bob Iger's return means quality programming. No. I think uh, the, the bulk of the poor programming we've seen recently at least started under his regime because mm-hmm. um, it takes a long time to make a movie, yes. um, especially these effects heavy movies. Um, so we, we've, we've 
you know, when it comes to things like Lightyear, it's like, yeah, I think that probably started under Iger. So this mm-hmm. is not necessarily a uh, a big swing, like a home run for film quality. Quality. Um, yeah. So for me, I'm a little bit apathetic, but I'm I'm mostly glad because there are people who work for the company who are glad, mm-hmm. and that will that will result in happier people, which will result presumably in better products, but. We shall see, um, you know, so, so yeah, I'm cautious, cautiously optimistic, but, yeah. you know, ultimately still kind of like, we'll see, see what happens. And, and, and to your point, you know, two years is a pretty short time in the, in the, um, ripple effect of a company's decisions. Yeah, sure. So, you know, like the, there's barely any time for him to exert long-term influence on the company yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, although obviously his 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 influence on the company during his 15 years as CEO, you know, was you know meteoric and sure uh, tremendous. And so I'm mostly I just keep thinking about everything that's happened, like pretty much since COVID started, that like was avoidable. All this stuff with with Florida was yeah. avoidable, yeah. Um, and wouldn't have happened with I would don't think would have happened with Bob Iger and the Scarlett Johansson thing wouldn't have happened with Bob Iger. Yeah, and uh, just and just several several choices that that he made that were just like it's not often that something happens and someone like me with relative certainty goes oh well that was silly that doesn't make sense right yeah. because like most of the time I try to take the the tack like well I'm not the CEO I don't know but like I just felt yeah. like I don't know maybe it's it's still the Dunning Kruger effect where I'm just like I don't realize how how ignorant I am of, <laughs> of how no, to run a company but like no I think some of it's common sense and yeah. it felt it felt a little bit lacking yeah yeah well anyway um I just wanted to uh to bring that up because we haven't we haven't talked about it on the show we talked uh, about it. Yeah. since yep. yeah so um anyways uh, so I, to that point like I had reshared a copy of Iger's book and because I just uh, I respect him and I, mm-hmm. it makes me happy. And I hope that at least in the two years that he is back as CEO, that the, like you said, the employees are happier. They make, you know, smart management decisions and, um, at the very least, like repair their image a little bit because the yeah. image has become that of generic big conglomerate. Yeah. And that's never what, I don't think that's what anybody wants Disney to be. People want Disney yeah. to be aspirational Yeah, and all yeah. encompassing. Yep. Well, yeah. They're all encompassing, but all encompassing yeah. in our hearts. Yes. <laughs> not, yes. Correct. Not correct. in our wallets. Yes. Um, great. So, uh, to- one, 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 one last point to that. So, yeah. um, it, it always felt like maybe this was just, you know, rose colored glasses or whatever, but it always felt to me like Disney was always guided by the specter of Walt. Mm-hmm. Um, that that when uh, when we were kids, the '90s, the Disney Renaissance era, mm-hmm. and beyond, it the all Eisner. felt yeah, it yeah. all felt like we're still consulting what would Walt do, which which made it feel personal. Mm-hmm. It made the company feel like it was a person's vision, mm-hmm. um, even if we're kind of guessing what Walt would do in the twenty, like in in twenty twenty, like there there would still presumably be a you know a lingering like what would Walt do kind of thing. Um, that that at some point and i don't know when maybe i could deep dive it and figure it out but at some point there was a shift in the public consciousness from this is walt's company to this is just a big 
entertainment conglomerate right. that mean that is a soulless shell of its former self right. um, with no real vision and no personality to it. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know when that exactly happened, but it's certainly been exacerbated in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, hopefully they can revert back and, and recapture some of that magic and say, look, when Walt founded this company, this is what it stood for. And this is what it was trying to do, which is like, take kids and inspire them through art mm-hmm. and, and, and make the world magical. And, and, and use this medium that we all love these mediums to, to bring real magic into the world. And, um, and, uh, that hadn't been the case lately, <clears throat> Pinocchio. And, and it's, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like we just, yeah. if the company can get back to that, like that's, that's where I'd love to see them go. Bob Iger had said that like your job or his job, he felt like his job as CEO was like to have, uh, what was it? He used two specific words very intentionally. And it was like to have, Oh boy. It was two different R words. It was like reverence and, um, man, I forgot what it was, but he drew, the, he, 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 he drew a distinction between, uh, between, like essentially blindly like like being stuck in the past mm. and having like respect for for Walt's yeah. vision but like not necessarily doing exactly what he might do sure like you know okay Walt never faced like the prospect of buying Fox like what would we, you know like what would right. what's the intention behind this opportunity basically like yeah. it's the spirit of yeah. the law kind of a thing so yeah yeah you know i was uh yeah, I, I, I've, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm optimistic. Like you said, that the, yeah. the, the, the ripple effect could be small, but, uh, I mean, the main thing's been done, which is like a person who has been unpopular, uh, if for yeah. the public and for a lot of the employees is now gone. And yep. sadly, the only reason he's gone is because he started losing the company money or he slowed their growth. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, whatever. But like, and and by the way, like I, I've been talking nothing but negative about Bob Chapek since I learned his name, mm-hmm. you know, for all I know, the dude is just like, oh, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make him like that, but that'd be some villain, like who wanted to ruin Disney's brand. I mean, for all yeah. I know it, he's just, you know, Hey, I, my job is to make the company money and that's what I did. And, you know, fuck off. Yeah. If you think I'm, I'm some kind of like ugly, you know, caveman yeah. villain like i i did yeah. what i was supposed to do yeah until i didn't and uh he's been married to the same woman for 40 years and he has you know like four or five kids and they all seem to love him so well you know I, who am i to say you know yeah i'm just i i i prefer him not to be in charge and now he's not so cool the bottom line he didn't stop robert zemeckis's pinocchio and he could have <laughs> That makes him evil. That makes him evil. He could have he, he put he that could've. thing on ice. No pun intended to Walt, but he could have burned Pinocchio at the stake. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Pinocchio. He's made of wood after all. <laughs> he lights a hundred dollar bill with a cigar and it just oh, no. drops it on a pyre. <laughs> Sorry, Pinocchio. <laughs> but honestly, it's time for you to go. <laughs> there you go that's an honesty joke that's an honesty joke Pinocchio lies 
Anyway, uh, all right, let's move on to, uh, to, to tonight's film. Yes. Tonight's special. Yeah, the special Guardians, presentation. Yes, by Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes. I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. If we go to Earth for a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. With your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us as a Christmas present. So, I, when this first got announced, it was weird because it was, it was during D23 or during Comic-Con or something. It was just like, here's our slate of things. And among them is like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And we were all like, what? what? Yeah. Because that was like the first like non-TV show and non-movie, I believe, that had been yeah. announced. So we were like, yeah. oh, and of course, everyone who's British was like, oh, because like they, they holiday specials are a thing for them. Like if you watch yeah. Doctor Who or pretty much any like British show, they yeah. do Christmas specials. That's like yeah. their, that's like their mid-season finale. Mm. Um, Like and I remember when back when my wife and I would watch Doctor Who, like all the big things happened. Yeah. In, in Christmas specials. A lot of times yeah. the, the transition between actors happened in the Christmas special. Mm. Um, so you can't just skip it. It's not yeah. some silly horse yeah. shit. You can just not watch. Damn yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> you right. gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, now I will say nothing like that happens in here. <laughs> it's, right. It's right. not like right. a villain gets introduced. It's not like Adam Warlock walks up at the end. Yeah. You know, Peter. You know. Yes. Uh, so, but, but it is a, uh, it's short. It's like 45 minutes or something. It's not even an hour long. Yeah. I believe. Um, yeah. And if you've seen the trailer, you know, the basic premise, but you know, and hopefully if you're listening, you've watched it. Yeah. Cause we're going to spoil it. Um, yeah. the Christmas special is about, uh, the guardians now live in the, in nowhere. Like they live there now. Like they've made like some happy village out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And, um, and so someone brings up that it's Christmas time and they're like, you know what? Peter used to really love Christmas and uh, I bet he's missing Yondu and I bet he's, you know, he's missing Gamora. He's just, he's real lonely. Um, we should try to make give him a happy Christmas. And so Mantis and Drax decide that since Peter's such a big fan of Kevin Bacon, that they're going to go to earth and politely kidnap him mm-hmm. and bring him back to nowhere as a present for Peter. And, uh, there's some, there's some laughs along the way. Yep. Um, it's weird that like, I I thought that whole element was funny, like the Kevin Bacon stuff. Yeah. But I do admit that I was just like, man, this was like one joke in one of the films and it kept getting like reused by the writers. Like in, 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 like I remember when it showed up in infinity war, like someone was like, like Kevin Bacon. And I was like, please, please don't repeat this joke. Yeah. Like it yep. was one, it was one thing. And of course right. we watch Red Letter Media. So we've, we've heard and Kevin Bacon like right. already. So it, it's, it's played out. Yes. And so I see the trailer and it's like, we're going to go to see Kevin Bacon. I'm like, for God's oh, sake, can great. we stop with Kevin Bacon? Yeah. But then Kevin Bacon's in the, in the movie. Yes. <laughs> 
So it almost made it okay because if. Yeah, it, it gave it an excuse to actually happen. Right, but I yeah. was I was not excited about the concept of incorporating him further into into this. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, what did you what did you think of this? Uh, I gave it three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's 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 always tough to rate this like as if it's a movie because it's it's not a movie, it's you not. know. But but um, you know, it's a short film essentially, mm-hmm. and. Um, but it, it's fine. And you know, it's a little bit better than just fine. Um, I think I have some issues with it structurally. Um, and I think it, it squanders a, a fair amount of its runtime, mm-hmm. um, with frivolity and jokes that don't land quite as, as, as well, mm-hmm. um, as, as others. But, um, but you know, I had a good time with it, and I, I wouldn't mind watching this annually. Um, you know, it's a short little time commitment, and it's it's got some funny laughs. So that's about all you can ask. Um, I really did enjoy the inclusion of Cosmo, the dog, mm-hmm. um, and I hope that Cosmo sticks around because uh, that was my new favorite character, and I love this version of Groot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Groot like an adult now? He's like a like a young adult, yeah. He's like a yeah, like, like a, 18, 22, yeah, like something a like that. Adult, yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's been so long since we've seen the Guardians saying James Gunn's words and being directed yeah. by him. Yeah, you know, it's so it it was it was it was nice to watch them again and feel like like they're home, like they're home. Yeah, like just to feel yeah. like they're they're just. I mean, they, it's not like they didn't feel like them. I mean, they again in Infinity War, the Guardians are used really great, and yeah, even Rocket, like an Endgame, like like they did a really good job, yeah, writing for them. But of course, in Thor, like not, they do not, they they barely feel like their their own characters, yeah. yeah. So it was nice to just like every little thing that felt like a something new, like seeing um, uh, Nebula dance, yeah. If that had not happened in in a James Gunn thing, I would have been like, I wouldn't have accepted it. I would be like, that shit, Nebula doesn't dance. Yeah, yeah. But of course, they, I'm sure, discussed it and they said, it's okay. She dances now. Like, she she dances how Nebula would dance. But 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 that's that's a character choice because that that does show a level of warmth and comfort for her. Yep. Among these people who she's lived with for almost ten years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're yep. just now seeing her like comfortable enough to dance around them, you know? Right. Yep. Whereas like, you know, bef- in infinity War, she would have just stood there. Yeah. Maybe like tapped her foot. Yeah. Maybe. What does Drax say about his wife? Like she wouldn't even tap her foot. She wouldn't even- <laughs> <laughs> it would make my nether regions engorged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, character wise i really enjoyed everybody in this film um the main thing for me to stand out obviously is mantis i mean mm-hmm. this is mantis's film she is the protagonist here mm-hmm. uh, make no mistake about it the structure kind of lends you leads you to believe that it might be peter it's mm-hmm. not um it is mantis um she's the yeah. one that has the arc she's the one that that you know acts as our protagonist yeah she's um, the she's the active she's the active protagonist she's the one who's Sets making the plot choices motion. and yeah. yeah and and so she she's the one with the arc and so some growth and some something for her to do to integrate her more into the group i think was needed um you know it's not that she didn't feel like a part of it but 
we haven't really seen her be a part of it. Um, I mean, we've seen her there, but we've never seen her be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And, and so this was great to finally like bring her into it in, in that way. Um, I, I missed Zoe Saldana, not going to lie. Um, would have loved to have seen something from her. Um, but I understand why she's not in it. Um, there, like I said, some funny jokes, some great stuff. Um, the animated se- segments don't quite work for me. Right. Um, they don't feel <laughs> Christmassy enough. Like if they were stop motion, maybe. Mm. Um, that would have been like, fine. <laughs> yeah, but like the limited animation of like you know the ni- the late seventies shows or like early He Man or something is is kind of what we got. It's or it, I think it's even rotoscope. It's so rotoscope. It's, like, um, it's live action. Yeah, so it's more like. Um, well, whatever it's, it's just it's rotoscoped. And so, um, yeah, it, but, but I, I can't really think of like a Christmas thing that did that. So it doesn't feel Christmassy. So it almost doesn't quite fit. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like it probably should have been stop motion. Um, that would have been, I would have, I would have appreciated claymation or something like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, and I know like community did it. So they're probably like, well, we don't want to step on their toes, but it's like, <sighs> Ah, that's just a tried and true. It, it's like that's Christmas. Uh, even Ted Lasso did it. Like it's it's not oh, like it's a, yeah, okay. yeah yeah so, they, yeah. They, sure. they did a claymation thing. Like Got yeah, it. just do the claymation. Just do the claymation. Um, yeah. that, that's probably what they should have done. Um, so those sequences didn't quite work for me, like aesthetically, but I think they were they were strong story wise. Um, yeah. So that kind of made up for it a little bit. Um, here, here's here's my problem with the structure. Tell me if you agree. Um, so the film. Starts with young Peter, so it leads you to believe that we're going to have a, a journey of Peter, um, and and so it kind of acts as if he's our protagonist, um, and then of course he's like wandering around nowhere, he's sulking, he's interacting with the band during the opening credits, mm-hmm. and so the thought is like, oh, okay, Peter's going to do something, but he doesn't, and right. he disappears from the story until the very end. Right. Um, and so this is Mantis's story. So structurally that's weird. Um, but then as Mantis and Drax decide to go to earth, we get this long segment that doesn't quite work for me where they go first to, you know, outside the Chinese Grauman theater or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're with all of the other people dressed Ho- as Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, there's, they're making money for taking photos with people then then they go to a bar and drink and get drunk and then they find just happen to find a person who has a map star maps yeah yeah, the star map that has kevin bacon's home on it Mm -hmm. it feels to me like all of this could have been avoided and you could have just had a throwaway line like we know where kevin bacon lives yeah okay Yeah. done yeah like it's we it's put it into the giant cosmic <laughs> computer and they tracked his we we used we, we used the film footloose yeah and and they tracked his facial recognition to his camera and here's a shot of him in his kitchen from his ring camera well, all, all it would have taken i mean all they would have had to say was just uh, for god's sake like all it t- would take was rocket to be like yeah i know where he lives yeah like it's not, ex- what, like it's hard to figure out where he lives? Yeah. Right. I've, yeah. I lived on Earth for five years. Yeah. I think I didn't look for Kevin Bacon's house. I've got Bacon's a house. map. Yeah. Yeah, I've got one right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I in fact I peed on his fence a while back or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Cut See away. That? Rocket all... peeing on a fence. Yes. Oh yeah. That's the stuff. Yes. So this is already better for me. Because <laughs> because the film, like we said, it's 40 minutes long or whatever. The suspension it, of disbelief, the the fact they had to explain how they came to know where Kevin Bacon lived. It's like they came here a spaceship, guys. We don't have to you don't have to explain we'll have that. to spend time on that. <laughs> yeah, and and to me, it's just like a large <laughs> chunk of the film. Like that, to, in my brain, that is one of the. That's like the second largest chunk of this film. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh the man, the Kevin Bacon's house. Yeah, and and it's not even particularly like twisty and turny and interesting because there's no conflict in those scenes. Oh, we're gonna earn money mm-hmm. by taking pictures, but what do we need the money for? There's no impetus for the money if they had already if they had already run into the star map lady and she said it's 40 bucks or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, we got to make 40 bucks. Okay, at least now that makes sense. Right. But, but they don't just know that they it. need money. Yeah. So then they go drink, but why would they need the money to go drink? Couldn't Drax just threaten the bartender and get a drink? Or again, just have Mantis do the thing. Again, like give yeah, us free she drinks. Yeah, does the thing, she- gets a drink or or Drax gets to say something funny like if you don't give me a drink, I'll rip your eyes out of your sockets and shove them down your boots. You well, know, okay. For, for God's sake, like, doesn't, I mean, I believe they're at a gay bar. and I, I think so, yeah. And I believe that's, he is, I believe he is, someone buys drinks for him. Yes, that's correct. Right. So the money was really pointless. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it just felt like a really long way to get to somewhere that they should have just been able to get to mm-hmm. because the, because ideally the Kevin Bacon stuff that's all like early act 2 stuff mm-hmm. and then they get back with him realize he's not who they think he is and that's the meat of the story well do we still want to give it to Peter or not or they go ahead and give it to him and the whole third act is Peter trying to get him back to earth. And then that's like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, it just felt like a lot of time wasted on the upfront stuff. And, um, so structurally I have an issue with a it. Mess. Yeah. It, it, it is a mess. Yeah. Um, but I, but again, it's funny. There's some funny lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't particularly find any of the like uh, posing with people, funny um you right. know the uh, cuz uh, gobot killed my cousin okay it, it's too uh, it's not funny no and and it's too whenever they do this is the only thing i have a problem with at this stage in these movies is like especially this happens a lot miss marvel because of course she herself is like a fangirl of mm. captain marvel you know they they go to this thing called avengercon in mm. in new jersey cuz that's where like Captain America's bases or whatever. Sure. You just see a bunch of essentially Marvel merchandise everywhere. Mm. It looks like it was just pulled out of the Disney store. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And probably because pe- it was people cosplaying <laughs> who yeah. probably are actual cosplayers sure. from Comic-Con who were asked to be extras. Yeah. Like it just feels too like, Oh, it takes me out of the movie. Like, yeah, I'm just watching. I'm just watching like Marvel merchandise and I'm watching yeah. Marvel cosplayers and I'm not like, yeah. I'm not watching a movie anymore. Yeah. So them taking them having their pictures taken with people who are dressed as Thor and Lady Thor. Yeah. It's like, how do you even know who Lady Thor is? None of y'all saw her. She wasn't right. that. None of that happened in your presence. How right. do you know? Just, yeah. there shouldn't be a Lady Thor costume. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I, of course, except people just made them because people do that anyways with or without yeah. Jane Foster. So maybe that was stupid of me to say, but like the, the idea being like, I'm looking at stuff that is too real and it's, yeah. it's breaking yep. the fourth wall for me and, and, and I don't welcome it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, no, I, I do agree. I hadn't thought about it that way, but I do agree with that. I, I also, <laughs> I also just have an issue that it's like, okay, they go to Hollywood and so it's like lowest common denominator of what do they do in Hollywood? And they they hang out with the people who dress as people. Yeah. That's what every freaking movie does. They always have they always go there and there's like, oh look, it's uh Mickey Mouse. And he's like mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette and he's like, Hey, I'm Mickey Mouse. What do you hey, want? Yeah, yeah, you, you know, and so uh, Hey, did you I've hear the JPEG's gone? That's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um uh, so I've seen it. it. It feels like a joke that I've seen before. And um, I don't know. There's just a little something about seeing those characters on Earth, like mm-hmm. in a not battle that just feels a little awkward because it's just they're such a cosmic thing. Just mm-hmm. put them in another planet. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, I'd even be OK with like. If it had been if they had actually gotten Kevin Bacon, but. They like, you know, like facial recognition tracked him to another planet and it's not actually him, but it is Kevin Bacon playing, <laughs> not Kevin Bacon, but it's just an alien it's who just looks, some like, person Kevin who looks Bacon. like Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And, and, and then he goes and Peter sees him and he's like, that's not even Kevin Bacon. He looks like him, but it's not him. And there's like one thing different. Like he has, he has six fingers on one hand. It is, he's a different species. He's not a human. And, but yeah. that's the only difference between species. Like I didn't even be okay with that because it would keep it not on earth. Or you know? like, or the guy, or they, they're like, Hey, like they, they teach him like here on the way to nowhere, watch footloose and watch like you know, watch these Kevin Bacon movies yeah, and like study him uh, yeah. so that Peter convinced and Peter thinks it's him <laughs> because Peter's an imbecile. Yes. And yeah. have him actually be like, Oh my God, Kevin Bacon's here. And the guy's like, yeah, like let's do the footloose. Yeah. Or, or whatever. You know, and that he, reminds and me he of- finds out that he's not Kevin Bacon, but he's like, that's okay, guys. It's the thought that counts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You still can't traffic people though. Something <laughs> something happens to Kevin Bacon, like like that 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 alien gets blown up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when Peter sees his green blood, he's like, "That wasn't Kevin Bacon. That wasn't Kevin Bacon." Yeah. See that yeah. that's funny. I I like <laughs> I like you, that idea. I like that idea. I, it also made me think of like, what if what if they had found some like sh- they they found some like shape shifting technology that made Drax look like Kevin Bacon, and <laughs> then and then, and then you get to see Kevin Bacon act like Drax, act like Drax. acting like Kevin Bacon, and <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> That's a good idea too. So like you see, there's like all these. Like, yeah, it, it's the same thing as when we we're talking about Weird Al. Like I'd love to see things just get absurd and like. Just be funny. Like it, you don't ha- just have to go like get your picture taken for Some, three, 30 for 10% of this film's runtime. This is something that is, is too much thought being put into it, but someone did point out like, so does that mean in the Marvel cinematic universe, Kevin Bacon has been in an X-Men film? Correct. It's like, yeah, th- this is the, this th- is the this, other this, thing. This is the problem with using real people. Like I'm yeah. fine with Marvel using real people, referencing real people. Like, you know, yeah. 
obviously <clears throat> whenever this does happen in other properties, like I can't think of a specific example off the top of my head, but like yeah. what's implied is yes, they are Ke- that is Kevin Bacon. Yes. He's done movies. You just have to pretend X-Men first class doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, yeah. but like it's still, but, but, but you, the audience, you know it and you're thinking right. about it and it just, it, it things like that can ruin the magic Th- to an this extent. Is, this is similar, but not exactly the same. It reminds me of, um, Sarah and I watched this recently. Uh, well, it feels recently, uh, friends there. There's like an episode where Chandler and Joey talk about their favorite movie is die hard. And they watch it like over and over and over. They love Die Hard. And then like a season later, Bruce Willis is on the show. As a character. As a character. Uh, But they don't mention like, oh, you look like the character in our- Bruce Willis. Right. And, but they've clearly already set up Mm -hmm. that both of their favorite movie is Die Hard. Um, Like their characters love Die Hard. So it's not exactly the same, but it's a a similar thing. Speaking of Bruce Willis, he- played himself in Ocean's 12 where they point out that that Julia Roberts character Tess mm. looks a whole lot like Julia Roberts. Mm. And so they have her pretend to be Julia Roberts as part of this heist. That's right. But Bruce Willis who is her friend shows up at the event and he's like, "Oh, hey, Julia." And so she has to pretend like she knows Bruce Willis now. And That's it's like right. Yeah, that's really <clears throat> and Bruce meta. Willis doesn't go. Oh, you look kind of like Matt Damon. Are you Matt? Da- Matt, is that you? Like, wow. Yeah, you look like yeah. George. Cl- George. Yeah, right. So it's it, it's it's just there's a suspension yeah. of disbelief. Yeah, but it's so weird because again, we accept aliens in space, and everyone speaks speaks English. Yeah, we know where Kevin Bacon lives. But if you're gonna make him like this is Kevin Bacon, this is this is so funny. This is happening because this is the actor Kevin yeah. Bacon, and we've got Kevin Bacon to be in the thin in the thing. It matters though to an extent, you know. It it's look, it's not the worst thing this this thing does, you no. know. But it is it is one of those things where it's like I, I prefer either of our ideas more than just kidnapping the Kevin Bacon from Earth. I do because the. When you think about it, what is the charm of casting Kevin Bacon? Like, what is the charm? Yeah. The charm is Kevin Bacon agreed to do this. The yeah. charm, it's not so much, oh, it's Kevin Bacon. It's because it's really Kevin Bacon. Right. You get the same yeah. charm by casting him as an alien who looks like, looks Kevin, like Bacon, Kevin Bacon, who must now impersonate Kevin Bacon for yes. a fan of Kevin Bacon. Correct. That's funny because that funny. you get all of those good things without the but wait a minute kevin bacon you guys like we don't have to do that whole thing right so uh, yeah that is a little more fun you know yeah it is i was just liking it because it's funny Mm. but but you you, that's a very good point that like it removes that like it helps with your suspension of disbelief Mm. because yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to sit there and play six degrees. Yeah, up you're not distracted the by the film. idea that like, what what does this mean that they kidnapped the real Kevin Bacon? Like, you can right. as a viewer just have fun with the fact that Kevin Bacon is in this thing. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, and yep. you know, and then again, he he, you know, you can still have the alien pick up a guitar and sing yeah. the song Kevin Bacon sings. And yeah. if you know enough about Kevin Bacon as a viewer, you go, oh, that's right, Kevin Bacon's like in a band. Like, yeah, of course he can. Of course, this even this. We're going to be, you know, this is the part of the the story that's not even like a character. Like, yeah, this is, we can forget for a second that this alien is not Kevin Bacon. How does he know how to sing this? How does he yeah, know yeah. how to sing like Kevin Bacon and play the guitar? 
Yeah. Because we're going to take a break for a minute and listen to a song. And this right. is obviously actually Kevin Bacon who's going to sing us a song. Yeah, yeah. And then after the song, he steps on a landmine or something. He blows up. His blood's yeah. green. And Peter goes, what the shit? That's not Kevin yeah. Bacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd be funny. What what if instead of green blood, it was like he turned into white dust that looked like snow, and it's like it's a Christmas miracle, and it's just, <laughs> just like snow is coming down, just his but ashes, it's just pieces of this dead body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he spontaneously combusts and turns into ash. Yeah. Oh, that would have been the greatest thing because doesn't it? Is is it? Oh, there's a shot in the trailer where Peter's looking around at Christmas lights. Mm. I thought there was snow in that shot. Maybe there's not, but that'd be the perfect remember. thing. Where it's just like guys. Like maybe you set up earlier in the script, like, yeah, it doesn't snow on this planet because there's no climate or something like that. Like this is, we'll never get snow on nowhere because there's no atmosphere, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they're like, guys, snow. And then we just play Jingle Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. You've got someone like like sticking their tongue out and it's like, stop it. That's pieces of, that's Kevin Bacon's. cells that's, that's not kevin bacon's skin that's like, snow. those aren't snowflakes <laughs> yeah you you have Groot. you have Groot stick his tongue out and go uh, rocket's like stop it you stop. idiot those that's not snowflakes that's bacon bits <laughs> oh man see we they, should, they should call the not Kevin Bacon Kevin Sausage. We should have we should have written this, Dustin. <laughs> I know. Are are we more talented than James Gunn? <laughs> I just, I'm just kidding. We're I th- not. I think we have more objectivity on this, maybe. But yeah, we do. Look, it's it's a it's a tongue in cheek, low stakes Christmas special. Yeah, it's fun, and I did appreciate the earnestness. I did actually really like yeah. the um. I liked the the little plot twist, like I'm his sister. Although it, I don't know how much it means because it's like your father is my father. And it's like, yeah, he's a lot of people's father. Yeah. Did you a see lot the of second film? Yep. So, yep. but <clears throat> I, we all, we didn't know that Mantis was one of his children. Although if you go back and watch it, you could probably, I'm sure there's a certain segment of people who probably assumed like, Oh, yep. hell, she's probably one of his children. Right. Although right, right. the implication is that they all died. So yeah, I, I, I never, I never inferred that, but me I, neither. yeah, me neither. I, I, it, it is a welcome uh, development it because is. I and, and and I do love that moment at the end where he's yes. like, "Well, that's the best Christmas yes. gift I could get." Um, I just wish there were pieces of Kevin Bacon falling like, on them when he said it. If I wasn't sure that Gamora's coming back in some way, yeah, I would have like that felt that repaired most of that emptiness for me. Yeah, was the two yeah. of them having a connection because it was like, oh, it's yeah. not romantic, obviously, like. Yeah. Um, but like that connection, like did something for me Yeah. on the inside, yeah. on the inside, like it, it really did like, oh, wow, that's really sweet. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but there again, if you had saved all that time at the beginning, then that moment could have played longer. Mm-hmm. And then you could have like a moment afterwards that, you know, shows everybody, doing traditional Christmas things or like, you know, whatever. And and you don't have to have like the Kevin Bacon dance number or song, whatever. But like, yeah, I, I do. I do think you could milk that, that uh, sentimentality a little bit more if you had more screen time. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I definitely felt it. And, and, and this is, this is an aside, but like, 
I really enjoy these characters and I really enjoy what James Gunn has built with them uh, because they both, they feel to me, the Guardians of the Galaxy is unique in the MCU because it simultaneously feels like a part of the MCU and its own complete disparate thing. Yeah. Um, it somehow is able to do both of those things and do them really well. And, and this didn't really feel like the MCU. It felt like its own thing, but it also was very clearly in the MCU. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, um, and it made me kind of nostalgic a little bit for like the simpler days of the MCU because like phase four was so heavy with like the interconnectedness of things you, you to me it was like everything is multiverse and everything we're all having these things at the same time and loki's happening when spider-man's happening and it's all kind of the same thing going on and all these different pieces and and look how they're all connected and um and this was just kind of like a breath of fresh air in a way to be like, this is just a simple story about characters who do something and it means something and it's sentimental and it and it has like a clear arc for one of the characters who's afraid of something and then is embraced at the end. And that's a great story of redemption for her and and relief for her. And um, and I don't know, man, it, it just it felt more like pre endgame MCU to me. I read a thing that uh, an interview James Gunn gave and he'd said, you know, what was great about this was like, we, you know, we shot it at the same time we shot volume three. Yeah. So everyone's already there. Um, yeah. And we have all these sets that we built for the third movie. Yeah. So he said like, normally like we weren't going to get this kind of production value for a project that short. Yeah. But because we shot it at the same time, we were able to use the nowhere set like they were already using for volume three. Yeah. So it just made me excited for volume three, you know? Yeah. Yep. I like agree. just a little taste of like, well, here, just here's like, if, if, if you know that beforehand, you're just, you, you're kind of excited about it. Like when does volume yep. three even come out? Is that next year? No yes, way. I think, Is I it? think so. I think so. Really? Hold on a second. I think so. Next summer, maybe. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It's coming out May 5th, 2023. Sweet. Wow. That's soon, man. That's so soon. Yep. I know. Well, yeah, there we go. Sweet. Okay. Well, but, but yeah, it definitely made me excited for volume. Yeah. Three. And it was not because some people were calling this like the end of phase four, like the Christmas special, which again, like I, if you, I don't know if it is, I mean, Black Panther probably is, but yeah, it's the last thing of the year that they're making that they're releasing. Yeah. yeah. And as I said before, if you subscribe to like, you know, British television, the Christmas special is the end of the season. Yeah. So in a way, I think I'll, I'll accept it as the actual bookend, yep. you know? Yeah, sure. Cause Black Panther didn't really feel like one. <laughs> no, it didn't feel no. like a closing of a chapter. So this yeah. one does feels yeah. like a little heartwarming, like thing. Okay. Yeah. And Ant-Man is going to kick it open probably. So. Yep. Sure. Um, yep. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm excited for all the stuff that's, that's coming next and hopefully we get some, uh, some good stuff. Yep. So. Okay. Okay. Well, Happy, happy Christmas, Dustin. <laughs> happy Christmas. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.